Hello, hello. It's the same case of mixtape and identity. This is part two with Matthew Crosby. Hello, welcome back. This is part two of my chat with Matthew Crosby. Um, if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to part one. Um, I'm not going to do all the preamble that I usually do because I did that in part one. Uh, and yeah, just for the record, I only sort of split this up because I run into problems if I upload an episode longer than two hours. So this seemed like the easiest way to do it. Um, so yeah, I'll be back at the end of the episode. I'll do all my, uh, my chat about how you can support the show uh, at that point. But for now, we'll just get into part two of episode 48 of Mixed Event Identity with Matthew Crosby. Alright, song seven is a song from your preteen years, so you've gone for The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Yeah. tight fit. Which, I, I mean, people know this now from, like, it's, it's almost, it, it's a novelty song, basically. Sure. People know it from, like, Madagascar and might even be in the lion king i think um mm. but uh but yeah this was a song when i was a kid i had a real i was really into like songs that were like novelty songs and growing up in the 80s that was a great time to be you know sure. this is like agadoo uh the birdie song you know superman yes. by black lace uh i guess agadoo's by black lace so i mean anything by black lace um but tight fit was another one as well where tight fit seemed to be just a bunch of attractive people who dressed like they were in the um uh, let's get physical video uh by olivia newton john and yeah. i've got no, like i don't know anything about this song at all except mm. that i think it's i think it's probably um i, I think it's probably like a traditional folk song that has been right. given the, the, the kind of uh the kind of 80s uh, reworking but i loved yeah. it when i was a kid yeah. um and uh and yeah i think it's like i don't know it just reminds me of being at every school disco right you know, or or like you know anything any event that happened in the church hall um yeah. where there were kids skidding on their knees and um, yeah you know it was just a just a song that everyone seemed to love was this a yeah, song sure. did you know this song you must have known this from like <laughs> yeah i know this yeah song. yeah yeah um i don't know what else yeah. tight fit did I don't think they did anything else. I think this might have just been it. Didn't need to. Yeah, exactly. When you, when you, when you, when you've made the perfect song, when you made the perfect pop song. What else do you need yeah. to do? Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. So for for you then, the when you say novelty songs, then was that was that what everyone was listening to, or was that was that different for you, or what was? I certainly owned a lot of them. Like those are the right. ones I wanted to hear a lot. Yeah. Um, or songs that like, I mean, novelties like I. I I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's quite the right word, um, yeah. but songs that were a bit like I loved a song called um, "Running Bear," which was a sort mm-hmm. of like, do you know that song "Running Bear"? Um, I think so. It's like a, it's like a kind of country song about um, about some Native Americans wa- waving. I think they like did smoke signals to each other and then tried to swim across the river to each other and then drowned like a really weird a really weird song for a little kid to be into but i was really into that and i had i also had um the uh kenny everett kenny everett had a radio show where he would play the worst songs ever and i had Uh that um i had the puke green vinyl 
of uh, right. all of his, all of the worst songs so i was really into like that kind of thing and i think any songs that felt like they had a, a, a like a sense of humor to them sure. and i think i don't know if the lion sleeps tonight is i guess it's singing about animals it feels like it's not mm. quite it's not singing about you know being in love it felt yeah, like it yeah. had that same sort of that same sort of sensibility yeah so i was really okay. i was in, i was into that and i think that's yeah. that's kind of i've still got a real soft spot for i think there's more there's more stuff that could be considered novelty in the list as we go on but i've got i've got, <laughs> a, I've got yes. a real soft spot for songs that don't take themselves entirely seriously yeah yeah absolutely okay song eight then is a cover so your song is elephant just covered by the wiggles yes now again this is we talked about this before but um um when your kids get into music i've right. got like i've got like no time for parents who say oh i've got to watch mr tumble oh bloody mr tumble I'm sick and tired of watching that i feel like you, if your kids are into it it's a bit yeah. like what it's a bit like you know what we talked about before everything you do your kids absorb yeah so if you are snide or dismissive of things they like yeah that is going to make them it's going to turn them into the kind of people that we talked about uh, who have got no confidence in their own taste yes and um but it can it, the pendulum can swing in the other direction when i become obsessed with <laughs> obsessed with musical acts that like my kids are into and then they right. go off them and i'm like hey what, but what about the wiggles you want to listen to the wiggles again and um uh during lockdown basically the, the uh, my daughter was raised by mr tumble and the wiggles um right mr tumble obviously brilliantly talented but we're not talking about him now um the wiggles are four it was it was four australian men i think first and mm-hmm. when when i came to know them it was um three australian men one of whom was in the original lineup and uh, an australian woman um and i just think they're brilliant they're they're a, mm-hmm. they're a proper band like you know their tv shows have got like them playing in proper gigs they're a proper band they play instruments uh, a lot of their songs are kind of like rock and roll revival songs right um they've got that kind of like slightly elvisy kind of feel to them um and I, I yeah i think they're great i love them and mm. um as a result i started getting into the wiggles like after hours so if i if, right, if sure. so my daughter would go to bed and i would still carry on watching wiggles videos and they did a yeah. um, they did a session for triple j now obviously they're, they're an australian outfit and triple j is mm-hmm. like a big indie rock station in australia and yeah. they are so basically anyone who grew up in australia grew up watching the wiggles and loving the wiggles i think they actually came i think they started as like a proper a proper a, a rock band yes. that then became a kids band and yeah, now you know like i think that you know they're all multi multi-millionaires they're, they're they're the biggest musical artist in australia year on year they make you know more than any other any other australian artist um mm-hmm. but for the for the triple j session they did they covered um elephant by tame impala yeah and there was one night when i was just up you know drinking a glass of wine watching this song watching a documentary about the making of this song and thinking oh, who wait who's the wiggles fan here my daughter's yeah. the one wearing the t-shirt but i'm the one <laughs> kind of going hey you've got to check out this new wiggle song it's fantastic um yeah sure but um but yeah i i i love them i think they're i think they're amazing there's now like like this is how it works with with kids like you know Mm -hmm. my my daughter doesn't really is not that bothered about the wiggles anymore but there's now seven of them 
Emma's left. Yeah. They've now got like a bunch of new. Have, uh, uh, is your kid into the? Have they uh, have they seen the Wiggles yet? No, no, he hasn't got into the Wiggles just yet. No, Mr. Tumble, yes. Um, Mr. Tumble is no, like not. it's like a. I don't know what Mr. Tumble what Mr. Tumble has that kids like so much, but both my kids are, are still. I mean, my my you know my my daughter who's uh, just over one loves Mr. Tumble. But my uh-huh. yeah, we went to see um, his Justin's big show at the Churchill in Bromley recently, and oh, yeah. it's like it was like being at a Rolling Stones concert in the seventies. Yeah. The kids yeah, just sure. can't believe they're seeing Mr. Tumble live. I just think he's yeah, yeah, he's amazing. But again, there are you know certain parents go oh load of old crap, and you go, well if you want to think that fine, but yeah, yeah. look at the effect it's having on your kid. Yeah, hundred percent. You're allowed to have a cup. You know, at least enjoy the fact you're allowed to have a cup of tea while he's on. <laughs> enjoy that. Can't you just enjoy that aspect of it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I so this this show for 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 whatever reason, um, I've ended up interviewing a lot of Australian comics. Have you? Um, yeah. So of the time of recording of the 40 episodes I've put out I think 26 have been with Australian comedians in Australia um, in Australia so they're yeah. recording at like early in the morning and you're recording late at night yeah or, or vice versa yeah yeah yeah. I think in Melbourne time now it's a it's a, <laughs> right. it's a blessing and a curse um, but yeah so like a couple of people have talked about this and, and uh, it's been it's been chosen uh, for this category um, at least once really oh um, wow yeah but I think it was such a cultural touch point. You're, you're, you're right. Like like people grew up on on the Wiggles, but um, there was someone that I, I spoke with who who basically said that for for a lot of people, they grew up on the Wiggles. Then they start getting into you know their own music, um, like the stuff that everyone listens to. Yeah. And then when they started to like really discover music again, really get into their own music and find their own identity in music, for a lot of people that age, it was Tame Impala right yeah 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 so then the wiggles when they did this i think it was their their new lineup i think the red wiggle they'd brought back that's this, right i think they brought for this song is it murray i think it's murray they brought back yeah because it's i, could, it's, I couldn't it's say with it's any emma's concert. on drums Lockie's on main vocal and right. guitar and yeah. um and the solo he does is you know it's pretty sick and then you've yeah. got um, you've got uh, Simon, who is the the new Red Wiggle. But then I think Murray was the right. old Red Red Wiggle. He's on there, and Anthony is the the only constant. He's the weird, yeah. you know, like he's the weird anomaly in that he is, you know, he's he, he must be in his fifties. Looks yeah. amazing, you know, because you have yeah, yeah. you have he to does. like if you've got a, if you're doing big performances for kids every day, you've got to you know you might, your fitness you level has to be through there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks amazing. Yeah for it but yeah but that's yeah right. so this 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 blew minds in australia because like people were so into team and parlor yeah. they were so obsessed with the wiggles back in the day there was a little bit of like there's a little bit of new a little bit of nostalgia um so so yeah when this came out and it was on triple j which as you say like is a, a huge radio station in australia um so yeah w- when this came out it it it, it blew minds um, and they drop in fruit salad in the middle they drop in uh, yeah yeah their, their own yeah. you know one of their own massive songs joyous absolutely joyous yeah and i I, and Um, i I love that as well like my i love the fact that um you know like like i remember being a kid and watching someone play the guitar 
or watching mm-hmm. someone play the bass and think it was so exciting and yeah. seeing uh seeing my daughter seeing cleo watch uh someone playing the guitar and playing along with it and going oh yeah that's that's you know like i, I don't want her to be just like me but i want her to yeah. be excited about some of the same stuff i'm excited in yeah know? and there's i yeah. think just you know just watching 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 someone play music live is yeah. really thrilling it's really yeah. exciting definitely yeah and they're just they're insanely talented it's it's yeah it's ridiculous ridiculous yeah yeah um anyway song song nine is the song you would sing at karaoke so you've gone for pride mary by credence clearwater revival yes one of the great bands of the 70s credence clearwater revival um mm. but uh this is one of the few songs i can actually like i think i could harmonize to well i know i can harmonize to like I, okay I, like I, I i i always think when i listen to you know bands who can really do a, a three-part or a two-part harmony i'm always blown away that seems like a real magic trick two mm. people singing slightly different things at the same time and not being distracted by the other and it's sounding yeah. like you know something way greater um yeah. when i was in bands we always tried none of us were very talented when i was in bands as a kid we always tried to harmonize and we just could, we just didn't we weren't able to do it but loads of the mm. bands i really like loads of the kind of pop punk bands i really liked were built on harmonies like no effects and um green day were built on really tight harmonies mm. um uh but i know the harmony parts to proud mary and right. so like the last time i was uh the last time i did a, i mean it was yeah it might have been the last time i did a karaoke night um i was out with with my brother and we were in uh singapore which is where my sister was living at the time and right. um we'd we'd gone out for dinner um my my wife had gone home my sister and her husband had gone home and we were we went to a shopping center that had a um a karaoke like I, it was like it looked like mar-a-lago it had like gold plates on the you know gold plating on the walls it was like a, a, this yeah, amazing yeah. place um yeah. and it was very late at night the shopping center was closed but this one karaoke place was still open and just he and i uh stayed in there for like three hours and just put nice. you know it was great we just got hammered you know just drank loads and loads of beer um and played songs and just you know and just sang and yeah. uh it was so fun this is this was a song that i remember being especially fun we filmed yeah. each other a lot like we, we filmed each other <laughs> singing these songs and then the next yeah. day watch them back and it's like you can't look back on a night at the karaoke booth it was no. it was sounded appalling but in my mind yeah. when we were singing together my brother's <laughs> my brother is a my brother luke's a fantastic singer he's a very very talented singer he's sung in choirs and sung in barbershop quartets when he was at university because he's at that kind right. of university and um uh yeah he's brilliant but we sounded dog shit <laughs> but i have such a happy memory of it yeah yeah, yeah. i'm loving yeah. it i think it was it was great and i love credence i think they're they're one of the you know they're one of the the great you know like a a uh, a kind of a band with like a redneck sensibility that also has a real social conscience mm. um yeah you know i i love them i think they're brilliant i think john fogerty has got one of the great voices one of the great mm. rock voices like well i was gonna ask are you when when you're singing this at karaoke are you going with uh toynan and boyne or turning and burning 
Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be twining, hasn't it? You've got to. You've got to go yeah. twining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You can't. Yeah. See, I mean, I can't sing it in my gorgeous cut glass RP. I can't go for that. <laughs> you know, you've got to. I think yeah. a karaoke, especially, is it's totally fine to do an impression of the singer you're singing, right? Yeah. Which is why I picked Credence yeah. rather than Tina Turner, because I've not. Right. I've not got those chops. But I reckon I can do a decent <laughs> pissed up Fogarty. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. What's your karaoke <laughs> song? Oh god. Um mine is uh Oh I've got well Yeah. Um Three Doors Down. Three uh, Doors Down, yeah, yeah. Kryptonite. Love it. Yeah. Um which <laughs> I I told another guest this and uh they said uh Oh, I wish I was cool. I wish I had a cool choice. I was like, Three Three Doors Down are not, not a cool band. A cool band. Yeah. Not not in any way, shape, or form. Like you, I'm happy to take the compliment, but please do not let that be the reason. I think that's um, that's what we're establishing about cool is it's very much in the in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean it is, but I But also Yeah, if you if you do a Trump rally, I don't think you can <laughs> I think you sort of hand in yeah. your cool card at that point. That's true. In my eyes that's anyway. True um but yes i think no, what it they meant just... was i've not heard of that band yeah probably yeah that... i've not heard yeah, of them I so i assume <laughs> they must be really cool yeah exactly um yeah no because I, I i i sang it with a friend of mine in a car um and uh when you say about the, the impression we we sang in a very like southern drawl yeah. kind of very aggressive tone and uh it was an incredibly cathartic experience for me at the time so that that's that's yeah that would be my my go-to there I think. it's not a bad one as well to pick a song that like if you pick angels by robbie williams yeah on paper it's a good karaoke choice but you, yeah. you're gonna be basically a guy holding a microphone where you're dr- while you're drowned out by everybody else singing yeah whereas if you pick a song that is a song you know well that's not necessarily yeah. the most famous song in the world then yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to get to do a karaoke performance. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's exactly. it's a good choice in that respect. I think. Yeah. You know, I think Proud Mary is somewhere in between uh, Angels and Kryptonite. <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's um, how they introduce it when they perform it live. Yeah. They yeah, go. This yeah. is this is a song which uh, you, you you'll you'll know well as somewhere between Angels and Kryptonite. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everyone knows what's coming because they've just done Angel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they leave the stage for a second, come back and do Kryptonite. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, the other thing for me, for me with with karaoke is like I have, I think I have a decent but very boring voice for songs in my range. Right. So if I sang Angels by Robbie Williams, for example, I, I think I could sing that well, but it would be very very boring. For karaoke sure, so i think i need yeah. to sing something a little bit more raucous yeah um otherwise it's going to be very dull give yourself That's... a bit of a challenge yeah 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 well yeah a bit of a challenge and, and something for people to enjoy because like i there's nothing worse for me than someone just like getting up and like half-heartedly singing like hit me baby one more time yeah or something like you need to, you, you need a bit of put a bit, a bit of energy into it but then the, um, the the flip of that was i i i once i went to a karaoke night at my dad's work i was working there at the time so it wasn't just like i mm-hmm. gate crashed his you know i was doing a summer job at his, his work and mm-hmm. um there was a girl who could sing really well the reason yeah. i remember this is because you said hit me baby one more time but there was a girl who could sing really well and yeah. she had costume changes 
so like he'd brought along a schoolgirl's uniform to oh. to change into like a little do i like that or not i can't tell i think that's what a lot of the uh a lot of her co-workers <laughs> are saying do i like this is this okay to like this um yeah it was it was really odd it was really odd yeah. that she had like you know like it's one thing to have a good voice and to go i'll do two or three songs tonight but to be like oh i've got i mean i yeah the 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 the, the schoolgirl uniform was the one i remember but i think she had other things as well i mean i might right. be misremembering this but i think she had like an abba jumpsuit that feels too much Jesus. but yeah but she, she you know like i think one of the things you've got to do in karaoke if you've got a decent voice is be a bit surprised by yourself you know <laughs> Yeah, you know, sure. if you can yeah, yeah. actually blast it out like Amy Winehouse, you can't take your shoes off and sit down. You've got to, right. uh, you've got to get up there and be like, "Oh, this is going to be fun, guys!" And then just really, you know, give it your best back in black, uh, back to black. Yeah. Um, um, that's what you've got to do. You can't be like, "I know I'm fantastic," and here are, yeah, sure. here's the bag for life full of dresses that proves it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't like it. I've decided I don't. Okay. Like it. Uh, all right so i mean it so, happened you know it happened probably about 20 years ago now so let's not let's not worry too much about it but yeah i mean i'm not gonna call her up and cancel it i just yeah it's just <laughs> to be honest I, a, yeah yeah there's a level of forethought to it i think that you know i think karaoke typically feels a bit more spontaneous it should to do me. yeah 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 it was yeah, always the, so. it was always the thing when i did sketch comedy that, that would set us apart from stand-ups mm. that when you were dying in a costume people would be like oh you've put a bit of thought into this whereas if a, if a comic's dying it yeah. feels like like stand-ups you know like if a comic if a stand-up comic is dying it feels yeah. like they've just come up on stage and started talking and it hasn't really worked out yeah whereas sure. if you've made a cardboard <laughs> hat then people go yeah well you know not only are you unfunny but you were unfunny at two o'clock in the afternoon when you were in your living room making that stupid fucking hat okay <laughs> all right song 10 is a song that reminds you of a specific place right so this is what dina was talking about by ween um, yes <clears throat> another band that um are really quite a weird like quite a, a tough band i would imagine to get into mm-hmm. because they um flip around all different kinds of genres i, right. I don't know what you would call this song it's a sort of like Mm. semi-psychedelic hippie-ish slightly folky kind of you know mm-hmm. um and um there's so they're two guys dean and gene ween and uh dina is dean ween and uh it's um it's 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 a sad and melancholy song and the reason i I listen. Uh, the reason it, what it makes me think of it makes me think of Melbourne, Australia, actually, because in two thousand and eight right. I did the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and mm-hmm. uh, I just got together with my my then girlfriend, now wife. Um, we were having very tough gigs. I wasn't enjoying myself. My mm-hmm. ex girlfriend was also doing a, a show at the festival, right. so it was quite a weird thing to be like, you know, uh, continents away from my current girlfriend in the same continent as my ex-girlfriend who i hadn't really patched you know we weren't friends yeah sure so it was that was tricky and so i would wander around listening to music and i would listen to a bunch of songs uh and just wander around the streets at night 
trying to just avoid running into people I knew, which is quite easy to do when you're in the other side of the world. Yeah, sure. But I found a lot of solace in this song, um, uh-huh. and I don't really know why. Um, the sun comes up and I'm all washed out. That's sort of how I felt. You know, I, was, I suffered from terrible jet lag. I'd often sleep through the entire day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was once late for the show because I'd overslept, and the show was at 8.15 right yeah sure you know yeah. but i just got hit by jet lag really badly i would wake up in the i would never see daylight really i'd wake up in the late afternoon early evening i would go downstairs to the chinese restaurant i would order some chinese food i'd bring it back into bed i would eat it in bed i'd then have mm-hmm. a shower put my clothes on go and do the gig die at the gig wander around listening to ween <laughs> right. so it it's it, Sounds healthy. it reminds me of like a a really um, a really specific time and place and not necessarily a happy place but i yeah, do sure. i do find the song itself to be quite comforting it it, mm. it brought me out of you know it didn't it didn't exacerbate the bad mood it le- it right. leveled it off i think yeah yeah and yeah. i think um any long festival if you do the edinburgh right. festival for any length of time if you do um uh melbourne any of the festivals where you've got to spend you know over a a week and a half there mm-hmm. you do become a bit nuts and it's 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 the repetition and the repetition becomes both very comforting and a little bit like a prison you know right, every sure. morning you wake up and you have to do something you yeah, know yeah. and i know that's what people who have a real job have to do every single <laughs> fucking day but it's not quite the same thing because you know like we, no, we'd, we'd be, we'd be yeah. we, you, you're 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 transplanted to a different a uh, city, a city you d- you don't know that well. You're not living in your own house, mm-hmm. and um, and so I would find, and so like there's a there's been a few songs that I, I that have been my my like my Edinburgh Festival songs or my um, you know just my walking around trying to straighten myself out songs, and this is one of them. Yeah, this um, Suburbia by Pet Shop Boys, uh, just like Heaven by uh, Dinosaur Junior, The Cure cover. Mm-hmm. Um, songs that just i go like oh, i know exactly what i'm getting with this song yeah sure, sure. um again was ween a band you were familiar with did you know anything about ween no no um this is i loved hearing you say uh dean and gene ween dean and gene ween yeah fantastic Lovely. right i think fantastic. they're currently on tour or at least they've performed with the south park guys so like they're the opening okay. act right. for uh trey and uh, and, and uh, matt to come right, out and okay. do all the songs from like Team America and you know all the South Park songs and Book of oh, Mormon okay. songs, but I right. they've got that again they've got that um, uh, novelty they they could they could definitely be tagged novelty, but yeah sure. But then I you think is it novelty to be so good at your instrument that you can play any genre? It's almost like you know mm. like I guess Steely Dan could almost be novelty in that respect in that they can do. You know, they can do country songs, they can do jazz songs, they can do funk songs, they can do uh, folk, yeah. they can do, you know, straight down the middle pop songs. Um, yeah. Like, that's what, what Wiener like. And they do they do write, sometimes their songs are quite silly, but in this instance, mm. this is not a silly song. It's quite a heartfelt, you know, yeah, plaintive song. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and it's from an album called Chocolate and Cheese, which is, every, again, every song is a different genre you wouldn't know right. you know okay. it sounds like a compilation album um yeah. uh and it's 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 great i think i think it's uh i think it's brilliant 
Mm. What do you make of it? Yeah, no, it was, it was. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, bit of a strange song, but yeah, yeah, like I, it's odd. I, I, I know what you mean. I, I, I understood what you meant straight away when you said about like it being quite like a sort of contemplative song when you're in that sort of headspace. Yeah. Um, because I, I had something not exactly the same, but not dissimilar. Um, where I, when I was younger, I tried to get work on super yachts. Um, oh really? In the south of France. Yes. What inspired that um, choice? Uh, didn't know what else to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. My, uh, uh, that's what careers cousin... officers say often. They go like, right, listen, we've looked at your uh, CV, we've looked at your Morrisby test, we've seen your grades. There's nothing yeah. left for you. You're gonna have to go and work on the super yeah. yachts. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. it's the dust carts um... of the super yachts. <laughs> no, my, my, uh, my my cousin was into it as well. He was he he was doing it um and quite successfully as well. Um. Yeah. I, and I got out there and all of a sudden I was like, okay, so I don't have a family here, don't have my friends here. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, the vast majority of the people in that industry are complete cunts. Um, it's not a good, not a good atmosphere. Uh, it's very sexist. Um, it's very homophobic. It's very racist. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I'd I'd met a few friends, but I really wasn't enjoying myself. That was the the long and short of it. So I would just take myself off for for walks and and listen to songs. And I I I think solace is the is the right word. But now I feel like there's almost a gratitude that I have for for certain songs that I listen to then because I feel like they really helped me through a difficult time. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because I feel like so like i feel like those songs almost they should be songs that i wouldn't want to listen to now because they would be too sad or they would remind me of that difficult time but as i said like they're they're songs i find like weirdly comforting now because uh i don't know how you feel about it now but like for me now i do have my friends i have my family you know like i'm I'm, all those things that i was missing have basically got around me now yeah do you know what i mean so so now it's it's weird listening to it on the other side. Don't know how you feel about listening to Ween now. Does that no, sense? I love I, I love it. I, I love listening to that yeah. song, and um, it, it. I think that's exactly it. it. It takes you back to that place, but yeah. with all the hindsight you've got now of going, yeah, it's all right. It was okay. Yeah, and it turned out okay. And I think actually, I think I was probably in a slightly different situation to you in that I wasn't. It's not that I didn't like anyone. I was like I had plenty of friends out there, yeah. but where with with a festival experience. Yeah. everyone's sort of doing the same thing at the same time and trying to get the same th- or right. similar thing out of it so actually it's not necessarily you're not in competition but in a way you are yeah. you know yeah, sure. and that and that includes people you're also working in the same show as right you know? so sometimes you didn't want to uh spend time with other performers or other producers because you knew the conversation would just be about how things were going for them or how things were going right. generally for their venue or how things were going and you thought well i just want to be outside of this and yeah, sure. um and yeah and if you were able to sort of take yourself i mean i don't know on a super yacht it's trickier because you're on a super yacht you cut you know i was on land oh okay yeah land, but, but, but then yeah. You, so then you are in the same situation like i could go and walk through a city where i didn't i you know unless i ran into another performer but i, I was i would walk around the bits that weren't the festival bits you know yeah and i could walk around a city where i, w- I knew 
pretty much I wouldn't run into anybody. But if at any point I went, well, actually, now I want to spend time with people, I could walk for five minutes and be in a bar full of all my friends. So it's right. so, I, so I had a, a, a different setup to you, but yeah. um, um, so I had to get a jail free card. But I did, <laughs> I did enjoy, I did enjoy those walks, and I, yeah. I found them very. And I, you know, I wasn't in a healthy headspace. But then, who is at twenty eight? You know, <laughs> who, who's who's got it all sorted at twenty eight? Um, so it was, uh, yeah. yeah. But I, but I, I listen to that now, and I, I do. Although actually, it's only recently that I've gone back to listening to that that album. Um, mm. But again, it, that was another song that I would have. You know, I, I like like the guided by voices song. Just pop it on repeat and just listen, 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 listen uh, over yeah, and over sure. again that and maybe two or three other songs uh right. just because and that's the good thing about music is is you talk about that thing of the knowing what you're going to get it's the mm-hmm. comfort of the parameters of knowing this is not going to surprise me in any way i might yeah, find yeah. new things in it you know mm-hmm. i'll get those surprises but i know it's going to start like this it's going to end like this yeah it's a little bit of um normality yeah even if that normality comes from a band as weird as ween it's <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of like i know where i'm you know i know where i am with yeah, this yeah, yeah absolutely in a, in, a, yeah. In, a, in a place which is full of you know surprises and things that i can't quite you know i can't quite handle yeah unpredictability yeah, mm-hmm. definitely okay song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person so you've gone for spaceman by babylon zoo so this is the reason I picked this is is because is it reminds me of my uh, my friend Paul, who was my best friend at school, and right. um, when I talked about the um, uh, Starman, we had yeah. this experience. Um, <laughs> oh right, okay, yeah. The, you know, um, Spaceman by Babylon Zoo was on top of the pops, and as soon as it finished, my because we'd love like the song Spaceman, the the way it came to uh, the 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 children of the 90s was it was on an advert first this is back when levi's had like amazing songs on adverts that turned out to be you know like not not necessarily from amazing bands stiltskin did a song called um inside and they used that on an advert for levi's and Uh i i I don't know any other songs by stiltskin they i think they were a real scottish band but they'd you know they'd, they'd done a kind of like grunge sound like song that had been used on an advert that in 30 in a 30 second burst sounded amazing over three minutes sure. sounded fine over an entire album which i bought not great um but okay. babylon zoo was the same thing um the right. first bit of it the speeded up bit the um mm-hmm. you know the high-pitched vocal um uh that was the bit that was used on an advert so we'd heard we'd right. seen the advert and we'd heard this thing and then it turned out they were going to release it as a single and so we right. all tuned to Top of the Pops to see what it was like. And actually, the rest uh-huh. of the song is quite slow and dirgy. Yeah. And um, and Jazzman, uh, the 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 front man of Babylon Zoo, uh, was there wearing like a silver dress and with like you know, looking very space age. And um, my my friend Paul called me up afterwards and was like, "Did you see it? Did you see Babylon Zoo on Top of the Pops?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I saw it." And he's like, "This is it." all music has to change from this point onwards <laughs> this is year zero for music they have scorched the earth 
for what music can do and what music can be and this is what it is and i was like are you sure we're talking about the same performance of the bloke from the midlands in a bit of baker foil singing singing the, the bit of the advert we liked already it's a song from a levi's advert so how much can it you know like if we if we start if we start talking about you know if we start by talking about jeff rosenstock this really yeah. is it's a song we already like from an advert it's not even a song that's been used on an advert you know um yeah sure. but it, it it makes me laugh so much that like oh, that like you know we thought or he thought and maybe i was dragged along a little bit by it maybe i'm being a little bit you know disingenuous and actually i was like yeah maybe you're right man um but um the the experience that people had in 1973 of seeing you know a a genuine alien appearing on top of the pop singing about a star man um, and then trying to call each other and go hey this is this is going to change youth culture you know we're we're all going to be connected because we like this this you know we like david bowie that didn't really happen in Orpington in 1996 or whatever year it was of like a bunch yeah, of guys sure. going like right now we're all going to wear silver dresses to school because this is who we are <laughs> I didn't you know we didn't we I think we all bought the boy with the x-ray eyes album but you know right it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't year zero for music it didn't change anything and also it was like it, oh, it, in, in a way it probably actually was pretty quite quite damaging for me because I was a bit like well no it's not new because nothing's new even in the 90s i was like nothing's you know nothing's new this he's only doing what you know david bowie did in the 70s and you know this this band is only doing what that band did and you know blur only doing what the kinks did and all that kind of stuff you know um and uh and actually that's not really necessarily a a healthy way to i should be i should be more like my friend paul i should be more like this is it guys yeah Forget about the fall. Love- forget about pavement. Forget about art brute. Yard act are the future of music. I love how earlier we were talking about that moment where everyone's like, you know, I didn't know you were allowed to do that with music. But your friend Paul has gone like, music has changed forever. <laughs> Jazz man has given us all permission to be weird and different. Um, oh, this song as well. I know. <laughs> I know. It's a good song. It's, yeah. Oh my god, it's a great song, and you know, it, and it, it perfectly captures a certain era. But again, it's that yeah. it's that thing of you know, this is when I would buy the singles that you know, I I I loved uh, Nanny in Manhattan by Lilies. I loved Inside by Stiltskin. Um, right. Underwater Love, like all of these songs that just you hadn't heard before they appeared on Levi's adverts. Sure. You know, they all just they all came from. It was almost like you know it used to be we'd listen to the evening session and then it was like we'd watch itv in the middle of the day and that would be how we found out about cool new music we'd wait for the the adverts to come on it was mad amazing all right song 12 is the song that motivates you so you have gone for dead ringer for love by meatloaf and Cher. yeah now this is not something that you know um motivates me to uh wear puffy shirts and dab my forehead with a handkerchief or you know dress in in spandex and fishnets but it is sure. it is a song that um you know when i when i was about 36 i started running i'd never really done any exercise in my life hadn't really right. ever done anything uh, you know like even at school i would just deliberately you know like when we had to do the bleep test i would just mm. tap out 
I, I, I remember doing the bleep test and like tapping out after like running once across the hall and deliberately running right. so slowly that I got tapped out. And they're like, well, that's going to go on your record. That's your, that's your bleep test score. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Literally, I've never had any instance in my life where someone's asked me what my bleep test score was. <laughs> Weirdly, now I'm I'm more likely to tell people. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to be quite good at a bleep test. Um, but yeah, when I was a kid, I just did. I just saw no. I didn't. You know, I I wasn't a, I wasn't physically unfit. Um, you yeah. know, I was like I say, I'm not a, like a relaxy kind of guy. I was sort of somebody who always moved around a lot. But it got to a point in my mid 30s where I was like, I'm going to have to start running, and and yeah. I would get up very early every morning. I would go down to the gym and I'd run on the treadmill. And I'd start, compi- I'd start compiling a list of songs that I could run to. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Like, I would be in the gym, all, you know, almost no one around. And also, it didn't really matter if there were people around. Mm-hmm. And I would be on the treadmill, and I would be air drumming, and I'd be singing, and I'd be... And this is a song that is, like, from the second you hear that first guitar riff, that... You know, it's relentless. Yeah. It just doesn't let up. The drums come yeah. in like they've been, you know, like slapped away. You know, after, oh, suddenly, you know, I'm late for work. have to come in. And yeah. the vocal performances from both of them, you know, they're both absolute foghorns they really Mm -hmm. go for it and there's real interplay between the two of them and i love it it's just as and it's actually it's actually a song that uh my wife and i have done as a karaoke song um because it's got that real you know like it's a real shot in the arm for a karaoke night if you both get up and again it's not a song that like loads of people are going to know so it's not going to be a big everyone arms around each other sing along you can really right. you know you can really inject a bit of energy into it but um Definitely. but it absolutely if this comes on the running playlist i i know that the uh the the blue line on my garmin is going to turn into a, at the very least a yellow line if not a red line <laughs> what a sad that, old man way to look at music is that very relatable is that is that are people going to know what that means i don't know i mean you know i think the blue line is you're running slowly I, okay, I don't really sure. I, to be honest I don't really check that because I'll often do a run I think well, I did that pretty reasonably and it's just like no that was all slow <laughs> people are like oh I, I, I thought that was quite a, quite a reasonable time for a 5k like, no that's blue green it's like who the, <laughs> who the fuck has this watch before me Usain Bolt I'm sweating over here look at me yeah anyway but yeah yeah um, I don't know if that's relatable for people, but I mean, I think there are, pl- <laughs> there are plenty of people out there who there's a, there's a really good um, Twitter f- uh, feed called Running Punks, which encourages you to run to albums. So it goes back right. to what yeah, you were yeah. talking about before, and it's not necessarily. I think the I think the emphasis on, is on rock music, but it doesn't have to be punk music. But I think mm. that's another you know that's another thing that I really got when I started running, especially right. on on the treadmill. Although I now don't really do the treadmill anymore, I pretty much always run outside, but if you go i want to run for 40 minutes this album yeah. is 40 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. great thing and yeah, um and also it's it's you know like the the you know the pace of the album sets the pace that you're running so you go like oh mm-hmm. this is fine i can relax a bit this is a sl- you know this is a slow jam i can slow down a bit here but yeah, in a sure. second i'm gonna really have to you know really have to speed it up and it's also yeah. it's, it's like running has also changed the way i listen to music i've got into you know there's, there's you know there's bands I never really gave much of a much of the time of day to, 
that suddenly I go, oh yeah, this makes a lot more sense. Like Daft Punk was a band I liked. You know, I had Defunk when it was when it first came out, mm-hmm. um, uh, and a bunch of I had a, like a bunch of singles. Never had any of their albums, but I really started listening to Daft Punk because a because it's got that. Um, uh, it's often like very musical, which is you know you're not necessarily distracted you can kind of let your brain go where it needs to go and just follow right. the follow the beats um but also because there are songs like there's a song um uh giorgio by Moroder, which is mm-hmm. uh it's giorgio Moroder talking about how he came to become you know the the electronic music pioneer and it's like an interview right. with him set along to uh-huh. music and uh I found that it's like a night, you know, like if you get to, if, if you're, if you're suffering at the end of a run, if you've got like 10 minutes left of your run, I think that's about yeah. seven or eight minutes long. Right. Put that on. And it starts yeah. in a very conversational, like it's like him chatting in a, in a, you know, in a club uh-huh. in the seventies. And, um, uh, and then it becomes, it becomes more driving as you, as you go through kind of his career. And it ends with these incredible strings that are incredibly euphoric and mm-hmm. it's uh and, and obviously you know like there is there is something when you when you when you run or when you do physical exercise there is something a bit um like you've taken drugs you know that it, it can feel it, like that's why loads of people who like are old caners end up doing parkrun you know because they're like yeah, well sure. i can't get fucked up on a uh, uh on a friday night but i can feel the same like i feel a fraction of the same thing at nine thirty on a sunday morning if i run a really fast yeah. 5k and it's got yeah I, I feel like that's like that's that that's what yeah what I, what I get from that yeah I, I mean i've never done cocaine but i imagine dead ringer for love is yeah it's got kind of what it feels it's like it's got yeah absolutely <laughs> and I, I i imagine that you know at the very least meatloaf was carving up a few lines to to do that but I, you know, I think you would need to. I don't see how you could keep up with that song without yeah. some kind of some kind of stimulant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, yeah. but but again, it's got that. It's got that seventies, eighties. Like when I was a kid, I was really into um, Meatloaf. I loved Modern Girl, um, which is quite a weird song for a little kid to be into. But again, it had that like real. It's got real energy, you know. It's just got real mm. a real driving force that you feel like it just it um it grabs you by the scruff of your neck and pulls you along with it, yeah. you know. And I and I I love music like that. I think that's yeah. that's great, and it's great if you're doing a bit of the old uh, physical exercise as well, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you need that motivation. Absolutely. All right, song thirteen is the song that someone introduced you to. So you've gone for "Tell Me When My Light Turns Green" by Dexys Midnight Runner. Yeah, a band who. I think everyone will know for come on Eileen. Yes. Yeah. But um this is a this is an album I didn't know at all um in 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 uh, searching for the young soul rebels uh and it's got a it's got a handful of absolutely amazing I mean it's a brilliant album as a whole but it's got a handful of absolutely amazing mm-hmm. songs one of which is uh, tell me when my lights turns green. I almost picked um um burn it down which is the opening song from the album. Right. Um but I I I like this. I think it's it's um it's it's one of those songs where like he's I think it it starts with like seeing quite a lot in my twenty three years and you go, You're twenty three <laughs> But it sums up what it feels like to be twenty three of going, When am I gonna st- when sure. is life gonna start for me? 
when are things going to yeah. happen you know uh, but the, the the song that it was introduced to me by by uh, tom parry from pappies and uh, he had this record he used to play in the car on tour and i knew mm-hmm. dexies and i knew two raya the album my parents owned it and i knew come on eileen obviously everyone knows that but yeah. this is uh, an album that really made me realize oh they're actually like a they're a they're a serious soul band and mm-hmm. um and also I, I love the dexies midnight runners um mentality which we we sort of had as a sketch team a little bit never quite to the same level as them but like when they um when kevin formed the band he was like right we're going to live in the same house we're going to exercise together we're going to dress in the same way like he he, he ran it like a cult right, and okay, um, yeah. and i think that was you know obviously very successful musically and also not necessarily successful for like him being friends with his bandmates um <laughs> but um but i love that mentality that like you know i think bands that have manifestos i've just got a lot of time for them um yeah, sure. and uh and i, I yeah i, I I love Tell Me When My Light Turns Green because um, it, 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 it's it got a real... It, it it must have felt kind of revivalist even in the day because it's got like a kind of soul feel to it and it was released in the early 80s. Um, right. But it's um, it's got a... Uh, it's got a real modern urgency to it mm. that I love. And yeah. just, it just yeah. sums up what it feels like to be to be young. And I yeah. think I don't think there's ever a point when people stop wondering when things yeah. are going to happen, even when they're mm. happening. You're like, okay, well, this yeah. has happened, but then like, what's the next bit of you know? It's part of the reason why people who get very um, successful often go, oh, this didn't this didn't make me as happy as I thought it was going to make me yeah. because you're like, oh no, this wasn't the. I think the idea of your light turning green is um, uh, it's very malleable. It's for, you know right. you, you you might go oh it's when I get to do my first stand up gig or it's when I get to do my first Edinburgh show or it's when I get to um, you know do my first TV spot or it's when I get to do my own show on TV but mm-hmm. all of those things can you know they they don't they don't they never they never feel like destinations and which is kind of a, a good thing really because yeah. you want you want them to feel like the path to something um, yeah sure you know. Or, and, I, and I think a lot of people in any industry that's creative feel like they're waiting for that permission to mm. be creative and they're waiting yeah, for sure. that permission to or for, waiting for that permission to to take that creativity to the next stage you feel like you're waiting yeah. you know you're waiting at a red stoplight going well I've got all this stuff I'm ready to go but when can I take it on and um, yeah. yeah and I, I love it for I love it for that reason but um yeah but yeah it's just that though it's the especially the first two songs on that album are just they're just amazing they just they just, yeah. they just go for it it's such a statement of intent yeah. the, the album starts with with someone tuning through a radio and uh-huh. he tunes through i think it's i think he tunes through thin lizzy the specials and the sex pistols and then tunes right. on to burn it down by you know by dexies and you go like that's pretty that's a pretty huge thing to do on your album yeah. to be like fuck all these other bands yeah this is what you're listening to now you may have yeah. thought the sex pistols were really exciting three years ago which in pop music is you know a generation sure fuck that here's what we're going to yeah. give you now uh and, and i love it yeah yeah 
I, I, I love I love listening to it's gonna be very unkind but you know like other songs from one hit wonders yeah um, like everyone knows come on Eileen I, I could not have named you another Dex has been there on their song no and I think that's um, I think that's true of most people and I think that's also you know um I, they, they did the um because the Commonwealth Games were in Birmingham and they did the closing uh-huh. ceremony I tuned in to watch just that because I'm not I'm not that bothered about the Commonwealth Games but sure. I, I thought I want to watch the closing ceremony and I watched it and um they did come on Eileen and I was like oh and I was like and then I was like no of course they're doing come on Eileen because if they came out and did Gino people would be going who the fuck are they who's the old man singing about another old man I've never heard of but but uh, but they have a they have an odd relationship with that song and right. we saw them we actually saw Dexies and they're now called Dexies they're not Dexies they're not runners um, and they, they, we saw them in at the Latitude Festival in I think 2011 or 2012 sure. and they performed a long version of Common Eileen which uh-huh. is almost like a kind of dialogue with the song itself they do the song and then there's right. a breakdown where Kevin Rowland is singing to Eileen as a person but is also singing to like someone who's like made him but also right pigeonholed him okay. and i found right. it so yeah. brilliantly uh, i i just thought oh yeah that's that's the the you know that's the great thing about music is that it, you don't have to you know you you played you played come on eileen and everyone and the crowd and also as well like they were playing they were playing a concert they, they had a concept album out at that at that period so they're playing a lot of songs from that the crowd's there kind of milling around you know dancing a little bit when they play come on eileen the crowd goes berserk so that must feel a bit odd for you yeah it must feel definitely good and bad in equal measure you know you've got this thing in your back pocket you can suddenly turn a uh, a listless afternoon tent into an absolute riot but also you've written these songs in the last 18 months you want people to love them you know yeah yeah um and uh and and so it was amazing he got to play the song but then also got to break it down and because he's still playing the song the audience is still dancing to it and still loving it yeah but he's singing these yeah. new lyrics about how they you know this is you know this isn't you know you're not you don't control me you know you're not yeah you're not who i am you're not how i define yeah, sure. myself even though a lot of people define me through this song yeah. And I found that just absolutely inspirational. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because also, like, no one wants... You know, like, when you go and meet your old relatives and they talk to you about how you were when you were 14, and you're like, fuck you, you don't... <laughs> that was years ago. Why are you talking about that? And they go, well... And it's not... They're not doing anything... There's, there's nothing... There's no... Um, there's no malice. No malice intended by that. There's no, yeah. They're not trying to do a bad thing to you. They're just trying yeah. to... Um, they're just trying to uh connect to you and that's the way that's yeah. how that you know that's when they were closest to you and that's what or, or when your friends do it when they tell old stories about how you were in your 20s and you go that's yeah but yeah. i moved on from that you gotta just you know yeah. everyone has that experience everyone has a you know everybody has a come on eileen that they want to shake <laughs> off but at yeah, the same absolutely. time you know if if you if yeah. you play come on eileen everyone in the room enjoys it so yeah it's it I, I I appreciate that that tug of love they're going through. Um Yeah, definitely. But um but yeah, but they've got some phenomenal phenomenal songs. 
Well, this is this is one of the things I I, I continually and I'm gonna say learn in quotation marks, but like because it's a really dumb thing to learn. But bands who have like huge commercial success through one song are just like talented musicians who of course can create other songs that I can connect with. Yeah. Like um I had, I had someone on not that long ago who I, I like and this is the, I can't even remember the other song now, but it was a different it was a it was a journey song that wasn't Don't Stop Believing and it blew my mind how good it was. Is it, um, I, is it uh, any way you want it, that's the way you need it? Because that's the other big no, song of theirs. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, was, it wasn't a big one. Oh, right. But it was like, um, or it wasn't a big one to, to me anyway. But uh, I'll find it here because it's on a previous episode. Be Good to Yourself. Oh, I don't know that. Right. It's an epic song. Like, epic yeah. song. And it blew my mind. And then I thought about it for longer than 20 seconds and I thought, of course they've got other epic songs like you you don't just make don't stop believing and then make a bunch of ballads yeah. or like you know do a bunch of acoustic covers like that's their style of music yeah of course they have other epic rock songs um so like listening to this song it's like there was there was a moment where it was like oh they can do other things and then of course I was, then i was thinking of course they can yeah. like come on eileen is a great song by great musicians of course they can create other stuff yeah he's gonna like connect and it may not be as popular and it may not get like drunk white people dancing at a wedding but <laughs> it's still a fun song like it's still really good yeah um and yeah like i i really liked like getting into the lyrical content of it as well because i thought it was a it was a fascinating song um but yeah like it's it, it's again it's one of those where i'll i'll probably end up getting into like this album um off the back of it oh it's great I, honestly I, I really I really really recommend it it's a really fantastic record it's so yeah. um, they did it recently on Six Music for the the album club where they play an, an album in its entirety and they right. uh, and they had an interview with Kevin Rowland when he talked about you know the opening the album with the, the tuning of the radio and I just mm. thought like I just like he, he, he it's a it's a it's a punk sensibility with mm-hmm. a um with a kind of you know soul musicality and mm-hmm. uh and it just like it, it it proves that that attitude doesn't have to be connected to you know three chords and the truth it can also be this yeah. big lavish beautiful horn section you know uh mm-hmm. uh you know with a and again he, like he he is somebody who as a as a front man he's in that kind of um David Byrne, Brian Ferry, really distinctive vocal styling, but not necessarily the greatest singer in the world. Sure. Um, but there's so much passion, so much, mm-hmm. you know, in, so much intensity in in how he sings. Um, yeah. I just, I love it. I find it really infectious. It's a great record. You, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Okay, perfect. Uh, song 14, a song you wouldn't expect to like. So you've gone for What a Mouth yeah by tommy steel by tommy steel now i mean i don't know would people expect this this was the one i struggle with the most a song people sure. wouldn't expect me to like because i again i i i'm not a i'm not a believer in the kind of guilty pleasures or any of that kind yeah. of thing i i think um and and also i think increasing now talking to to younger people i think people are 
you know i think spotify for all its incredible evils has mm. opened up music in a big way that you can yeah. suddenly be like oh i'm just gonna listen to a song from 1943 or i'm gonna listen right. to a song from uh the, you know the the mid 70s or i'm gonna listen to a song that was released this morning and mm-hmm. i can do that all in one day and it's not gonna feel weird at all yeah um but um this i really i i like i like tommy Steele, and this is tommy Steele in his kind of like um i mean if it sounds like because this is i i only ever i don't know the version you listen to but it sounds like it's performing in front of an audience it's the only version i know is performing in front of an audience and it sounds almost like an audience of kids so it's like a it's like (laughs) a kid's song right um like you know he does a sort of you know like little peter sellers thing of getting distracted halfway through the song oh what, what? oh yeah that's right what a mouth what a mouth what an orphan stuff um and the yeah. kids are cheering and like you know and uh it's not the kind of rockabilly uh tommy Steele that a lot of people would know but right. um uh, one of the things i like about the past or the our access to the past is that you can travel through time mm. um you can watch a movie from like my my kids watch disney plus and um that you you can watch a film from 1939 uh and the kids don't go why are you watching this film from 1939 they just go oh it's snow white and the seven dwarves we're watching this um yeah uh and and that's what i like about listening to to old music especially music that sounds old so this is i guess i guess you'd call it sort of skiffle you know it's 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 like a it's like a kind of novelty-ish type uh skiffle song it's a comedy song yeah. i guess it's about a guy with a big mouth um yeah <laughs> who can whisper in his own ear that's how yeah. how big his, his gob is it's people think it from people think it's a uh you know the the, the coal scar the um the, the coal hole um uh but i i i i just i love it makes me feel like i'm living in the past when i listen to it right and um it's a great thing to be able to do it's a great thing mm. to to suddenly go. This was at, at some stage the cutting edge. This is what kids were getting really yeah. excited about. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and yeah. not like six year olds. We're talking about like teenagers. We're going, yeah, I love Tommy Steele. My favorite song is "What a Mouth." Yeah, <laughs> and I think yeah, that's I, know what you mean. I think that's a really uh, a really exciting thing. And I was I think it's yeah. it's a it's a really simple comedy premise that's still funny today i think it's done yeah. with real brio you know it's, it's performed with real charm and real mm-hmm. um uh you know kind of excitement and enthusiasm and mm-hmm. uh and real comedy chops and uh yeah i love it you don't get many yeah. uh you don't get many pop stars like proper you know you know yeah. proper uh teeny bopper pop stars releasing comedy songs anymore and uh is that a shame maybe i don't know i feel like this yeah. is ripe for someone like harry styles to pick up the pick up the mantle <laughs> surely he seems like a funny guy i've seen him i've seen him in interviews i've seen him live on yeah. you know i've seen it work on video obviously i've never been to a harry styles concert i'd love to but um yeah. i've seen him performing on stage he seems like he's got a sense of humor where's yeah. his funny i mean i don't know if you can do i i don't know if you're allowed to do songs about people with um big mouths anymore if it will seem as like oh, a not. as like an ableist um you know mm. <laughs> you know all all mouths are beautiful in their own way but uh but but it feels like there should be more yeah. more pop stars doing funny songs yeah yeah 
I'll, Lewis Capaldi will end up doing that's it. true you know what actually that's that's Lewis Capaldi is a really weird kind of pop star in that yeah. um you know he does he, he rents giant billboards and posts him in his pants on them um yeah. and obviously he's not you know he's not got the he's not got a, a Beckham style physique it's it's comedic sure. for him to be in a pair of pants um you know he appears you know when he did his set at glass was it Glastonbury when he uh, performed firing money out into the crowd from one of those like money guns and stuff and you know with the and then he you know and then he does these incredible heartfelt ballads it's a really weird thing he's got a really bizarre like his persona is yeah a comedy character yeah but that's not necessarily doesn't necessarily come across in his music no i agree yeah but um but Yeah. yeah He's got a, he's got a Tommy Steele in his, you know, in in his back pocket. 100%. Surely he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's got to happen at some point. Um. All right. Song fifteen is a song that you think everyone should listen to. So you've gone for Rubber Biscuit by the, by chips. the chips. Yeah, I picked yeah. two here. Either Surfing Bird by the Trash Men or Rubber Biscuit by the Chips. Um. Yeah. Again, I think songs that just make you smile weird odd songs that are i mean this is again another song that's kind of a comedy song i was going to pick Mm. the monster mash um because i was i love the monster mash i love the um bobby boris pickett version of the song i love the bozzer dog doodah band version of the song um i just like i like songs that make me laugh yeah. And Rubber Biscuit is another one. Like again, like again, like what a mouth. Rubber Biscuit is a song that is uh lyrically nonsensical. Yeah. The song stops occasionally for people to do for for the for the for the singer to do like odd one liner gags. Yeah. Um about, you know, the other day I had a wish sandwich. A wish sandwich yeah. is a kind of a sandwich where you get two slices of bread and you wish you had some meat. Oh, well, well, well. Um, and uh, I know the Blues Brothers recorded Rubber Biscuit, um, yeah. but the, the Chips is the is the, the version I know. Um, and I think the reason I think everyone should listen to it is not because I think I've got this amazing musical taste, but I just think I, I, I would be hard pushed to imagine anybody not smiling when they hear it right it's so silly but it's also musically so fun yeah you know if they were you know if they were singing like oh well baby really living out or whatever you know like some sort of song about how much they love their partner you know like like Mm -hmm. all the other pop songs of the time were singing about yeah it would be it would it would be a a huge hit but the fact that they've just gone Mm -hmm. for total gibberish and jokes i i think weird jokes really weird jokes yeah yeah um I don't. Yeah. I don't get the. I don't know what what the rubber biscuit is is in reference to. What do you want for nothing? A rubber no. biscuit? I don't know. Yeah. It, I, I've got no idea what any of the. You know. I sort of half get the jokes, but I just love the fact because they're only they're only half jokes. Yeah. They're, they only yeah. really work on one level. You know, <laughs> like a a ricochet biscuit is the kind of a biscuit that you bounce off the wall into your mouth. Yeah. If it don't bounce back, you go hungry. Like that doesn't. That only works on one level. That like yeah. That on a literal like it's a ricochet biscuit. Is there is there a it's not a, is there a wish sandwich? Is there a thing that's called a wish sandwich? But like I don't know. Is there a thing called a ricochet but, uh, biscuit? Um, I don't know. I don't know um, the the kind of the etymology of any of these gags. Yeah. But um, yeah. 
but you know what it's yeah. a it's a um uh it's a good lesson in selling your material he doesn't back away yeah. from the punchline <laughs> oh yeah 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 there's commitment there where you, yeah it's one of those where you like do you, sometimes i'm watching like a, a comedy show and like i someone makes a reference to someone and i laugh at the joke and then i'm like actually i don't i don't know who that person is i don't know oh, why yeah. that was funny to me yeah yeah i love this that. is that yeah because he goes you go hungry you're like <laughs> wait what, what hmm. was the joke there yeah not sure no, I'm a, that, I'm a, but it's funny uh, yeah it's i'm a big fan of obviously laughing at everything i say but um as as, as you know the listeners will know this from just hearing me talk for the last well it's not going for three hours now but but um i don't know what the edit's gonna gonna you know. <laughs> imagine this was like a 12 minute episode <laughs> None of... how, how insulted did you feel <laughs> i feel fine do you know what for me it's not the destination it's the journey i've had a nice sure. time talking um, okay good <laughs> um i yeah no i i i i love the fact that um yeah and i i love the fact that that there's just real joy in this song and the same with yeah. uh surfing bird the reason i didn't i, I picked surfing bird initially but the reason i didn't mm-hmm. is because i think it's become a meme through family guy yeah and i i didn't realize that it was only when i was you know looking looking it up loads of things were like oh family guy family guy and i was like ah oh, okay well the chips rubber biscuit is the same thing as surfing bird um i was gonna say like i didn't i didn't i didn't think you'd have drastically different things to say about <laughs> but this is the 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 you know rubber biscuit is the version that you haven't heard you know because right. everybody's heard about the bird um we know that from the uh from the surfing bird already but yeah but but yeah, yeah. rubber biscuit is it's just got it's just got a tremendous amount of um it's i think if you woke up every morning to rubber biscuit as your alarm right one of two things would happen you you either have the best yeah. life or the worst life and i would i would choose to have the best life i think it's just i think it's it's just joyous and wonderful and lovely and um yeah i i wouldn't want every song in the world to be rubber biscuit but i'm glad rubber biscuit exists yeah absolutely well that is a, a lovely note to end on so Great. um yeah do you have anything that you want to uh plug or promote while i have you Matthew? uh i'd like to obviously i'd like to promote um uh the radio x show so i did the radio x show um with ed gamble on Mm -hmm. a um on a sunday morning it's 8 till 11 every sunday morning um we do a podcast you can get the podcast wherever you get podcasts from i also do a podcast called pappy's flat share which is um it's three different podcasts in one it's uh, a live panel show it's a kind of listener sourced um uh, we solve your problems kind of show and a um and just three guys in a room chatting a traditional Excellent. og podcast type show <laughs> but they're, they're all on the same feed so pappy's flat share um is where you can find that and yeah follow me on instagram if you'd like to follow me or on twitter if that is still a thing by the time this episode comes out <laughs> it really feels like we're in the last days of rome you know um yeah but then who cares you know like yeah. uh, people are getting quite upset about it but I, I remember when when my myspace page went down there was a time mm. when like myspace in the same way that whatsapp occasionally like disappears and doesn't work yeah <clears throat> myspace went down in yeah. about 2005 and there's just everyone's pages got deleted and we all mm. thought it was the end of the world <laughs> and then it wasn't and then, uh, then the pages came back and then after a while we all deleted them ourselves and I feel like that's mm. how we'll feel about Twitter who cares yeah. 
you know okay. it doesn't really um uh, it doesn't really matter but yeah, yeah. and also obviously okay. like well, listen I'll... to all these bands because yes. there's there's no there's, there's not a bad song there no no i agree all right we'll we'll put the link to the socials in the description on on the off chance that the twitter stick them both in yeah why not yeah sure all right well, thank you very much thanks shane thanks so much and that is it for episode 48 of Mixtape and Identity. Thank you so much for listening. I know this is a bumper episode, but hopefully you can see why I left everything in. Uh, Matthew was just a great fun to chat with. Very funny, very interesting. And yeah, it would have been a disservice to, to cut stuff out just for the sake of time. So, um, so yeah, hopefully you can see why I've done it this way. Um, go and follow Matthew. Go and uh, listen to the XFM show. It's excellent. Um, Pappy's Fat Share, also very good. Um, and follow him on the socials. Twitter's still about for better or worse but all the links are in the description of the podcast if you like this show and you want to support it um but we do have a coffee link set up so if you're in a position to support us financially and um, if you want to throw like a couple of quid for an episode that you've enjoyed just to say thank you that would be much appreciated there's no monthly obligation there so if you want to just contribute for a particular episode you can do it that way you can set it up monthly whatever you're in a position to do would be appreciated it'll help keep the lights on if you're not in a position to do that absolutely fine please do support the show in other ways leave a review rate it wherever you're listening to uh, the podcast uh, tell your friends that's the big thing for me tweet about it share it on instagram get more people listening the more people we're listening the more high profile guests we can get on the longer the show keeps going so um so yeah get involved i have seen all the support that i've got since i've come back it's much much appreciated thank you so much very much feeling the love so uh so yeah thank you to everyone i will be back uh, next week for episode 49 so in the meantime look after yourselves and we'll speak to you then.